The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hi, this is Eileen Bell. I've been in the uh, budget lockup since 8 o'clock this morning along with Adam Toy. And let's look at some of the things that are going to be uh, coming forward to you. There's not a lot of direct impact on your wallet unless you're in a couple of particular situations. First of all, Alberta's budget brings in no new taxes no increases. It does have a deficit of $18.2 billion. The budget also includes $1.25 billion specifically to fight the pandemic. It has the largest ever amount for health care in the province at $23 billion. As you just heard, there are three key priorities. One, protecting lives. Two, protecting livelihoods. Three, fiscal accountability. Finance Minister Travis Taves says there was no chance they were going to bring in a sales tax or any other tax. Right now is not a time to even be considering um, major revenue uh, adjustments or tax increases. I mean, there is an abundance of research that would show that uh, tax increases have a very negative effect on economic growth. In fact, in terms of fiscal adjustments, tax increases are much more harmful uh, than spending reductions. And again, there's a great body of research to support that. Now, there is going to be spending in other areas besides health care, but let's look first at capital spending on health care, and we'll specifically talk about the Edmonton area. Edmonton Hospital, so Alberta Hospital Edmonton, will receive $43 million in improvements this year, $150 million next year, and 200 in the third year, total for $393 million of improvements. The Jeans Wazdeski Center at Norwood will get a total of 246 million dollars over three years the modernization of the misericordia hospital will get 66 million over three years the Stollery Children's Critical Care Program is going to receive $8 million from the province this year. And the University Hospital's Brain Centre for their Neurosciences Intensive Care will receive $12 million over two years. Now, as far as money between the province and the cities, that's been uh, controversial for several years. What is going to happen is that the current MSI spending function that's um, been in use for a few years is going to be phased out. But let's look at, uh, after three years, but let's look at what they will give us in the next three years. Now, between Edmonton and Calgary, LRT systems will get $2.154 billion. That 50th Street Exchange in Edmonton, where everyone always gets held up by the trains, that'll get $28 million to be fixed up. Ring roads in both Edmonton and Calgary get a total of $911 million. The Terwilliger Road expansion, and this is the one that goes all the way almost out to Leduc, will be getting $89 million from the province over three years. And three years from now, Yellowhead Trail will receive $37 million in improvements. The Windspear Centre will receive $6 million in improvements this year. Municipal funding from the province in all will be $1.7 billion. Now, They'll be giving $1.2 billion to the cities this year, but then only $485 million the next two years. That's a drop of 25% for three years as the province shifts to a different funding system. And of course, one big issue for a lot of people, for everyone, is public sector workers. And the way that um, the finance minister addresses that is he says, first, we will bring our spending in line with that of other provinces. Alberta has spent more per capita than other provinces without achieving better outcomes. 
He said he wanted to address public sector workers directly. He said, to each and every Albertan who works in the public sector, I say thank you for the work you do. Many of you have gone above and beyond your regular responsibilities, responding to needs created by the pandemic. Your contribution matters and has not gone unnoticed. However, he said addressing public sector salary structure is required to protect government services and ensure a sustainable fiscal trajectory for the province. 